Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, don't cut it. I'm sorry, ma'am. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to our local podcast show. I'm the director. And I'm Jen. Um, we're going to take number two, okay? Okay. Uh, take two. Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. <laughs> You're listening to Coffee Talk. Billy and Jen. Cheers. Babe, you spaced. I and did. We can't edit. Like, this is legit. We're going into Cheers, it babe. right now. Cheers to real life. Um, I want to thank the team that was ready to go. Sorry that the talent, uh, we'll call it co-talent, was not ready. It happens. <laughs> We're all human. I'm um, sorry. I'm looking at the agenda that the 300 crew members gave you us. You know what my excuse on, the, is? on that agenda, they say, um, I am the host. And you are the co-host. Uh, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. And, and I didn't measure up to my my I status quo or that whatever. That we opened it. You literally just sat there, and Vic went to kill it and restart this podcast. You, well, you know I what said, I was doing? No, I was multitasking in my mind. I was literally thinking, it's it's eleven fifteen, and I have to do. And I that's what I was doing. I was. It's not multitasking if you can't continue doing. With the burn. But you, I had the coffee in my hand ready to cheers, babe, but I wasn't ready. Yeah. It's, you know what? We're, this is a real life podcast. I wasn't man. ready, okay? Yeah. She wasn't ready. Wasn't yeah, ready. Um, we are, we're <sighs> kind of having an experience this week. It's It's been unique. We feel like empty nesters. Our daughter, Serenity, Sweet Serenity, uh, which we named the camel, Candle Company after. You almost said Camel Company. And the Camel Company. The we Candle, have a candle company. company. And we also sell camels in Egypt. Um, sweet serenity dot sweet store. Serenity. She's in Bulgaria. She's on a mission strip <laughs> we'll with some people from our church. And so we've just literally every night come home and I mean, we kind of do our thing anyways, but I was, it's kind of unique not to have like our, our one son lives here, but he doesn't Caleb. He's a college student. He works. So we see him in the evening. It's like we two see ships him never. passing in the night. Yeah. Love him. Got to play, went to the driving range with him the other day. That was fun. But yeah, we're like empty nesters. It's real. We've been partying. You've been going out. I've been going out. I played poker on a Wednesday night till 1.30 in the morning with right? the fellas. What? Yeah. I mean, we like got a shopping whim and had like sushi or no, we ended up doing burgers instead. We went to a burger joint. I love that you want to do it. I was like, anywhere you want to go. And you chose this super cool retro burger joint. We sat at the, the bar, got burgers. Fries? All the good fries. stuff. We didn't eat too much of it, but yeah. Layered it with some avocado, Babe, bacon, so sexy, cheese, man. tomato, Like You can onion. be so high class and then you just love a good burger. You know, a good, a good burger. Every girl Should needs to Should we make love right now? A good burger. No. no. <laughs> Big, I'm, yeah, we're trying okay. to talk about burgers and you're talking about making love. Like, they, I they're so close together for me. What? Emotionally. Like, do you ever think like about anything feeling. else? You're like, either take your shirt off or can we make love? Like, I mean, it that's- It feels like home. That's what we- you're talking about two of my favorite things in the whole world. Well, I thought coffee was two. Three things. This is such a happy moment. I thought the cigars and uh, poker are two. Five things. Okay. <laughs> and Capone. Capone's your oh, favorite thing. Our dog. That is not true. I, I need to love him more. No, babe. You have enough love for that dog for the both of us. He is the greatest dog on the planet Earth. Okay. I don't know about that. Here's why I'm not a fan of the dog. He makes me crazy anxious. 
crazy. That's on you. That's on you. Um, he barks. You it, said that today. You nonstop. said the dog ads this morning while you're making, thank you, you made protein waffles. But while I you did. were making protein waffles, waffles you way. were saying to our son, what adds to your anxiety is the dog. And our son goes, false. That's on you, dad, because oh. the dog does the same thing with me and it adds no anxiety. So and then I threw him through the glass door. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. You, you just so. have a hate for dogs, and I actually, I'm gonna need. That's you not to- true. I like dogs. I really do like dogs. I the dog. This dog lives in our home. Um, wants to sleep on our bed. It, it lives in when our I'm home. When I'm kissing you, that live? dog is jealous when I kiss you. He true. stares at us funny. He scratches at me. He makes me crazy anxious, man. Like he's just he's always there. He's always around. I have to care for him. We can't get up and go. Like, I want to go to the Post Hotel in Leavenworth right now. Can't. I want to watch the dog. Oh, sorry, babe. I'd love to That's take you. That's not no, real. We would really, we'd literally go right now, but we can't. Vic the, the dog. sound chick would have taken the dog. She can't. She, like, has, she has our other Our oldest son other, who moved out. You just make excuses, things. man. I'm no, just, I'm not everyone. okay with this conversation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I want to talk about that a little bit, if we could. A little Kind of bit. like um, our last podcast, we talked about, you know, stressed out, and we kind of you know, it was great. And I think we had a great conversation. I want to continue the conversation. Just for the record, you get way more stressed than I do if this is a competition. Well, I think I just, sh- I think, <laughs> I don't think so. I think I get more public, like you could see it more. I think you hide it. Anxiety. Better. Anxiety for you You is- internalize, I externalize. That might be. be I release my stress like externally. You, you're you more internal. But you you get a little- The last podcast we just did, this last episode, you were in tears. And I think some of that was t- talking about the stress that you feel on the inside. The, yeah. How yeah. does that make you feel? Dr. Huffman. Go with that. I'm liking this. And what does that mean to you? <laughs> I don't even know what questions to ask. <laughs> oh. And why won't you take off your shirt right now? Okay. <laughs> um, so I like to continue the conversation. Um, what do you do when you're feeling crazy anxious? I think anxiety is it's always been around. It's permeating society today. I guess people are being more vocal about it, which I think is a good thing. I think it's a good conversation. Uh, things that stress people out. You talked about not knowing. Um, you know, am I doing what I should be doing? Accomplishment, success. We talked about for me. We spent most of the last episode talking about like the way I look. I think people like the way you look, comparing yourselves. I think other things that stress us out would be. Um, um, you know, not having enough money, finances just causes an, an immense amount of stress. And just for the record, I think whether you have a, a million dollars, you know, or millions of dollars, or you know, you make twenty thousand a year, um, money still causes stress. Just because you have more money doesn't mean you have less stress. I mean, we have a lot more money than we did when we were first got married when we were twenty, right? We have a lot more money than that, but money still causes stress. It's just more things to stress about. Um, totally. I think. You know what's stressing me out right now? What? That I need you to keep talking while I use the bathroom. For real? During For this podcast? Right now. Like, I can't yeah, hold let's it. do it. This is impromptu. This is live and uncut. Vic, you might have to fill in. All right, all the listeners, don't. <laughs> See? See? Be quiet, dog. Oh, the anxiety. Crazy anxious. Um, this is This is what we do. So all listeners, don't get scared. I'm with you. You're not alone. Jen is tinkling in the toilet right now, and you can hear it. Maybe I can hear it. Why? Jen, Jen, why did you shut the door? (laughs) Oh. Okay. I'm going to go into a conversation, and I'm going to try and be a little louder because I can hear the tinkle. Did you just flush the toilet? (laughs) Oh, man. 
Best moment ever in podcast history. Dog, I'll kill you. I'm well, back. I won't kill you. I think that's illegal. But I'm man. the fastest peer ever. I was having a conversation with a friend. We were having a conversation with friends the other week, and we were talking about how do you handle stress? How do you cope with it? It was an awesome conversation. I'd love to rehash some of it. And that's what I'd like to spend the rest of our time talking about is what are some of the ways that we deal with anxiety, being anxious. He said this, which I thought was super profound. He said, you know what I've realized? Um, I need to stop numbing stress. He's like, I feel like what I've done unintentionally is I've numbed the stress. I've kind of like tried to block it out. And it is only over like the last year or so. It has actually, I've come to realize in retrospect, this is what he was saying, which I thought was so profound and I can relate. Um, it's, it's compounded it and it's actually made it worse. And I kind of self-sabotage. And what he was saying, he was referring to having a drink or two at night and, and watching TV and just taking in a bunch of entertainment movies and stuff like that. And not that any of that's bad. He wasn't referring to getting drunk or doing meth or, you know, totally mainlining heroin or, you know, like, I mean, obviously you could go to illicit things and really very extreme, but he was like, I would just, you know, probably regularly on an evening, come home, have a couple drinks and a couple drinks didn't make him drunk, but here's what he goes. He's he's like, it it numbed it. And all of a sudden I'm no longer. And then I just kind of watch TV, watch a movie with my wife, with, you know, my kids, whatever. And totally, but instead of processing there's something very healthful, healthy, normal, and needed about just processing. It doesn't mean we have to go into deep dives of like what is actually happening and like have these, but it's just like this, the ability to process, but a drink just or two. Just ability to process every single day because so much goes on in one day. A drink or two or, yeah. you know, 12 episodes till two in the morning on a weeknight of Netflix. Like I'm not, I wouldn't say either of those are bad, but if you imagine if that's what you do all the time, this is what he was saying. He's like, I realized like I hadn't processed anything. So what was probably not that big of a deal or that stressful over the course of a month, two months, three months became very stressful. And it was only because, and here's what he was saying, which I thought was profound. I had, I had, I hadn't allowed myself. I had eliminated the opportunity to process, to process. I just, it's not like he turned out the lights. He just dimmed them. It's not like he flipped the switch and just like, you know, like got blackout drunk and that's it, you know, which is terrible and you should not do that will totally compound and make your issues in life so much more difficult it's not like you know go and cheat on your spouse and do something illicit or you know like my goodness like of course you're just going to ruin everything but no he just dimmed the lights a little bit Mm. whether it's through media whether it's through a drink or two whether it's whatever right and he's like and he's like so he he made this personal he's like so twice a week i'll have drinks twice a week a couple drinks and I, I won't stay up past, you know, midnight or whatever watching Netflix or anything like that. And he's like, it's been amazing the last month or two how much less stressed I am. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, the anxiety has decreased. And he goes, I don't know if the anxiety decreased. I've just been processing it. And so it's not as, because he'd wake up every morning before and he's like, I'm still angst, in the exact same feeling, spot. Like I never thought it feeling through. Feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I mean, frustrated. what do you think? That's kind of true, right? It's yeah, a difference between. I mean, I think, that's, I think that's profound because, you know, maybe if one or two nights in a row, but like he said, two months, month, two months, it's like, it's compound. And it's like, he hasn't had a moment to process or even just kind of think clear. And it's like night after night, day after day, you start getting angst and then you don't even know what's wrong. Like, I don't, maybe there's not one scenario that's created it. You're just like, I don't know. And, but you feel a sense of anxiety and you're overwhelmed and you're stressed. So what we're saying is the answer to stress isn't numbing it. 
Mm. And I think about it. If I take the illustration of, you know, like killing the lights, you know, if you've ever walked, if you're ever in a hotel room or in your house, if it's pitch black, here's the thing. There's actually not much danger in pitch black because you can't go anywhere. I've woken up before in a hotel room where there were no lights, all the shades were pulled, you, you and I. You're familiar with the rest. And I don't even get up because I can't even see my hand in front of my face. So I have to struggle and find from my bed a phone. I'm actually not in danger because there's no movement in pitch blackness. Here's why I've actually gotten the most hurt is when like there was like a little clock that was shedding a little light or the curtain was open. There was a little outdoor light and I could see a little bit was just dim. So I'd get up and try and navigate in the dimness of the room and crush my toe or trip over a suitcase or, you know what I'm saying? And it's, I think it's actually more dangerous and can be more, um, actually more detrimental to us to try and navigate when we're numb. You know what I'm saying? Not blackout. Like if you just kill the pain and you just go to another place, well, you don't actually go anywhere. I mean, you're, you're, you're just staying, you're going to destroy your life. But it's like when we try and like, it's like the goal with stress and anxiety isn't to numb it. You have to deal with it. So here's the question I want to ask. How do we actually cope? And I hate the word, but it's a, I don't know. I wish we had another synonym for cope. How do we manage? Process? How do process. we process? Yeah, Vic, you, can you look up synonyms, Vic? What's your job? Like, why are you here? <laughs> Vic, the sound chick. Yeah. How do we process yeah. when we're crazy anxious? Um, Navigate. Oh, oh. oh thank you for doing one. Okay. I have a couple. I'm gonna so nail- what I hear you saying is that- Oh, man. You just pulled the counselor thing. No, what I hear you what saying, I hear is, you saying is, okay, we're not talking about blackout. Blackout, okay, we get it. Like that's like going to the f- extreme. But most of us, you're saying in 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 today, we're living in some like dim gray area we that could, actually compounds. I'm not saying most of us, but I'm saying if you're listening to this podcast and you are, I can relate with that. Totally. I can certainly relate with like you just kind of kind of like numb it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not checking out. I'm not escaping, but I'm just gonna dim the lights a little and just like and like it's I'm not gonna hurt. Like it's just come on. And I'm like, saying if you do that on the consistent, mm. then when do you how do you deal with it? Here's I'm you don't even know this, but I came up with four things that I think we can do. Ooh, I think you're gonna like it. I'm I got four excited. things on how I feel we can catch our breath, navigate, thank you, Vic the Soundchick, navigate stress when we're crazy anxious. Number one, slow down. Number two, take time. Number three, disconnect. Number four, get out. These are good, man. Slow down. Take time, disconnect, get, get out. out. Let's have a conversation. Slowing down. That makes me think of that movie. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. That stressed me out. That was that was giving me anxiety. Yeah, yeah, get out. That was rough. <laughs> slow down. That's a good one. I've learned over the years when I'm feeling crazy anxious to slow down in the moment. And when I mean moment, maybe right immediately or at least within 24 at the very most 48 hours. If you can, if I'm feeling crazy anxious, now we are, again, a little bit of stress, we've said this before, and anxiety, that's normal in life. You can't actually get rid of it. So don't make that the goal. But if I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, for me, I gotta slow down right now. So if I can do that that day, that evening, or at the very least in the next day or two, I don't think you should go much further than that. You're like, well, this weekend. It can't always be to the weekend. We were just in Europe a month ago. We were amazed at the ability of European people in Paris and Rome to just slow down, man. Mm -hmm. They just, it's part of their culture. Um, They'll sit over a cup of coffee for two hours. I'm like, whoa. Like, cancel a meeting. Yeah. Um, Go out to lunch instead of going to that meeting and take a meeting that was going to be in a boardroom and do. I literally just did this with. Couple guys in our community. We literally had to we had to talk for about three hours on some 
high level stuff and we're like, hey, we could sit in the conference room, it's booked, or we could go to the golf course, have the same conversations out in the sun. I used to be the guy who's like, they're not working. Now I realize, oh God, that that is the best type of working. Now, I, I know yeah. maybe your job, you're like, well, I don't have the luxury. Fine, I get it. I'm also 42 and I've been in this for a while at what I do. So but I have what that would luxury. that look I'm like in your world right now? But it, it, it changed. I mean, yeah, not only totally. was that meeting very productive and did we talk about everything we talked about, but afterwards, we're like, I felt super like refreshed. I was mm. outside. You have to slow down. Here's what I hear people say a lot when I tell them like, hey, you got to slow down. They're like, I can't. I'm too busy. I can't. Like, I mean, that's great that you can take, you know, that day or whatever, but I can't. I can't do it. And here's what I would say to that. You actually can. And if you physically can't slow things down in a 48-hour period, that's the problem. Can I just be honest? Well, man, I work 7 to 7. I work 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Great. You have 8, 9, 10, and 11 after you get off to slow down. Like, well, I got to do this. I got to do this. No, you don't actually. Because the world will not end. Well, I got to take care of this. I got to pick up this. I got to do this. I gotta, and, pff, slow down. The Europeans do it. Every day they get off work, we watched it. We were mesmerized by it. They would sit down at mm-hmm. coffee shops or places, and they would sit there for two, three hours. I couldn't believe it. Trying to get your check in Paris is impossible. <laughs> and when you ask for it after 30 minutes, the like, waiter is like, wrong with you? what? Like they are absolutely insulted. Yeah. Rome was worse. They're like, no, 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 no. You eat more. I got more than we thought. You're like they just they couldn't even yeah. fathom that we were done in 40 minutes. Um, There's something to be said about it, right? Anything you would add to that, baby? Got to slow down. Yeah, I, that is so real. And I, I think I'm, I struggle with that. Um, and I think it's just a personality thing too, but you're so right. Like slowing down uh, for me, I have to act, actually schedule time off. I have to like, cause of the, of, to help my stress level or anxiety when I feel that way is I have to be like, okay, this is the time frame in which I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee or I'm going to come home, put my slippers on and just do nothing, read a book or do whatever it is for you. It's just like, I have to actually create the margin to do that, which I feel like helps with a high level of stress or anxiety. If you're dealing with it day in and day out, like sometimes like if you, maybe you're at a level that is just, you know, almost like you need to see someone or go do that. But also like what Billy's saying, like what you're saying is so right. Like what are the practical things that we can at least start putting into place to help with the level of anxiety? And slowing down could be instead of going out to drinks with everyone after your long day of work, go sit with a counselor. Do, yeah. I mean, not every day, but like, hey, instead of going out and getting drinks and numbing, I think I'm just going to go have a session with a counselor and just like slow down, man. Um, mm. Take time. This one, I think, is one that we're probably pretty good at. Um, slowing down, you kind of said you have a hard time with. That's true. Which when you say slowing down is something we should be doing multiple times in a week. I think when you feel crazy anxious. Yeah. Like we go hard and I'm not I'm not getting down on anyone who goes hard. I mean, because I'm in that crowd. You're in that crowd. Like we go hard. We got a lot of dreams. We got a lot of goals. I love people who go hard. And I love people who are out there it, to yeah. get it, you know, in it to win it. Like I'm, I, that's kind of my language. If you find yourself getting crazy anxious, slow down for a second. It's it's a temporary, it's a temporary thing. You're not slowing down for good until we hit like 85 and call it, you know, in retirement world, which I don't think I'll ever retire. I'll yeah. retire at 65. Oh, okay. Um, take time. We're good at this. Um, this is like taking time for what's most important. Spending time for you and I, babe. It's very important for us in our full lives that can be stressful. And there's a lot of people that have much more stressful lives than us, but we take time to spend with each other. We spend time with each other. Um, we spend time with our our family and friends. 
sometimes one of the ways we take time is like we have big families. I love all of my family. If you're listening to this podcast, we have tons of them. We've got a family reunion coming up next year. I think we're, we're going to kill it. And I don't even know half my family. We have hundreds on the East Coast. It's going to be awesome. But sometimes we have to take time away from family totally or extended your family not because Maybe family of, causes anxiety because of family drama yeah and that's real you want to talk about so a, a big real. cause of anxiety. and that doesn't make people bad but all of us so experience maybe it's it. close friends or maybe it's close friends extended family it's like sometimes you just have to be like hey we're not actually doing that with everyone this time we're gonna take some time mm-hmm. and just be with each other i think we're good at that and our family has come to they do that too we've kind of learned especially with family that we have that lives in the same state it's just like hey we love you and we love family. I mean, I, I kill for family, die for family, but we take time. Um, the other day, Caleb and I, I woke up and I was like, hey, I haven't hung out with my 18-year-old son for a while. Like we we all go to family breakfasts and stuff. You know, we did that recently. But I was like, what are you doing, man? My morning just opened up and we went to the driving range and it was legit. So, you know, just spend time. And then we actually caught lunch afterwards. And it was just like, for him, I could tell it was like, this was cool hanging with dad. And for me, I'm like, I need to do this more. We have to take time. And figure out what works for you. We'll figure out what that m- might look. I think that could be different for each person. But I was just reading a article from a doctor, so-and-so, don't remember his name. Um, but he's, there was three things, the top three things he said with trying to um, deal with anxiety was hang out with a close friend that you enjoy or text and call. It like it actually lowers the level of anxiety because it's someone that you feel at ease with. Totally. So like be around people. What the whole document was about is being around people who, who have less stress than you or anxiety and it will help rub off on you. And you can tell because like I'll have some social events that stress me out if I think about them. Yeah. Like we just had a text with some friends today that I'm like, Hey, what do you want to do? They're like, let's hang out at your house tonight. So they're coming over. We're going to bonfire it up. I'm probably going to grill. And I text some other friends that come over. And to me, I'm actually looking forward to that. And I feel my stress levels going down. Whereas if we had like a big group at our house and we were having like a big like event, I'd be stressed out. Not stressed out, but my stress, it doesn't stress me out, but my stress level goes, goes up because yeah. I feel like, but the people that are coming over tonight, I'm like, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to change my outfit. Like we're just going to, these are my friends. We're going to enjoy each other. We're mm-hmm. going to laugh. That's super important. Take time it's for the really right types good. of things and then disconnect. I think this is temporarily. Um, sometimes I wish I could disconnect for good, but none of us want to do that. If we're being honest, like you can't move to an Island somewhere unless it's Hawaii. That'd be legit. Um, but disconnect temporarily. Um, one of my favorite things to do in life when I can, and I can't always, but if things are just getting super, super hectic, I cancel meetings. Not just meetings, I'll cancel sometimes engagements. Like if we if we had like dinner planned with a, a couple or if we had like a party we had to go to or so-and-so's, you know, bar mitzvah or whatever, you know, and you're like, hey, I just, I'm not going to make it. And you have to know. Now, if you do that all the time, you're not going to have many friends. You know? Right. We, this is, there's the art of being a friend to someone. Well, when you say disconnecting, like like go, like taking two weeks off, going on vacation. And I don't even know how 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 the how reasonable that is. I mean, disconnect like this, like over the weekend, instead of like filling my calendar up. And however you disconnect, instead of filling my calendar up with a bunch of things, maybe like for me, I will literally sit down and do a crossword puzzle. Um, I'll read a book. I think one of the ways you and I have learned to disconnect is we go on walks, mm-hmm. long walks on the sidewalk because we don't live by the beach. <laughs> you know, like we, um, um, maybe it's going to a movie. I think sometimes when you and I are like, we just, we'll go on dates and we don't want to just talk because every time we start talking in certain seasons, we talk about work or we talk about the situation totally. or we talk about the very thing that's stressing us out. And maybe it's good to talk it through, but sometimes we're just so kind we of just over kinda it. just want to disconnect. We'll just go to a movie. 
Yeah. And it's a total disconnect. We just sit there. We get, we don't get popcorn. I was going to say we get popcorn. We get coffee before and we just watch a movie and mm-hmm. just kind of, you have to take time to disconnect. I think, babe, one of the ways you disconnect is, is through fitness and exercise. Yeah. Totally. Would you agree? Yeah, it's, like, it's something you kinda that like, you do it daily and it's kind of it like clears my mind. Right. And what you're getting at is like disconnecting. Do something that during your week that it clears your mind of what is the, the heavy load or stress. And f- certainly like working out for me is, is you know, is clear my mind. But I, I also think like you've just touched on so many good things, like hanging out with the, the people that are easy, that, that clears your mind. It, it just helps you disconnect to what life is really stressing you out. With. And we say this a lot, but I think laughing. I just realized like I'll listen to um, um, Pandora and I'll listen to comedians. I'll flip on shows. Serenity and I, most of the shows we watch in the evening when we watch a show are com- comedies because we want to laugh. For me, to laugh is a way for me to disconnect from hard things in life and not all of life isn't hard. We're so blessed, right? Totally. Never stressed. Um, but we 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 disconnect through ways. So for me, laughing, humor, it just helps me disconnect. We you you disconnect, you will flip on the music and start a dance party. You literally do that. And it's one of the ways if you just like, hey, let's just let's hit pause. It's just party for me. It's on just like, like normal let's routine. Just like whatever you gotta do. Do something crazy Yo, fun. Go go rent a paddleboard yeah. and get out on the lake. Um, go for a swim, go for a walk, go for whatever you have to do, go for a hike, sit down and watch a comedy, you know, enjoy a nice cigar, whatever, just disconnect for a moment. Um, super helpful when you're feeling crazy anxious. And the last one was, um, get out, which this one for me, I can't believe I'm about to say it is exercise. I feel like one of the ways definitely for us, and it's probably true for that we have learned to cope with and navigate anxiety is um physical exercise eating healthy well, it, it releases endorphins in your brain i mean like that is and people who are like whatever i'm like hey you know what whatever try it so true because it works it really does i've been playing racquetball i'll go golfing we go to the gym uh poker that's a sport i don't know if you know that <laughs> Vic, the sound chick so that is an exercise that i have been doing rigorously <laughs> <laughs> um, um, sex. <laughs> there have been multiple times where for all our single listeners, we don't encourage that oh, until I'm you're talking, married. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, yeah, that's actually going to stress you out and don't get me going on that. But like as a married couple, one of the ways, honestly, that has helped us to kind of, sometimes it's just like, we probably just need to have sex. We probably just need that's to real. That's yeah. real life. Are you saying that right now? Yes. Is that what you're recommending? Yes, absolutely. Should, should we hit pause again? Totally. <laughs> on this, on this podcast? Yeah, physical activity, right? Uh-huh. Um, and what is it? There's some science behind it. Like it releases endorphins. Um, I used to always be so stiff and like, oh, like my back is stiff. and like just stiff. And then I thought like there's no way I can run or jog or even walk. But it's the thing that will help you not be stiff. Unbelievable. Yeah. Vic the sound chick's nodding because she's experienced the same thing. Now that I'm consistently Pushy physical, through. and I'm not crazy mm-hmm. physical. Like I'll run a mile when I run, and I'll do that twice a week. I walk a few miles a week. Um, I play racquetball once a week. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mix it up cause I get bored easily and I get tired of, you know, routine. Vic, the sound chick does orange theory every day, but here's what I found. I'm actually not as stiff and sore as I used to be. My body's more limber. And so all the aches and pains I used to have when I wasn't physical, that just added to like my overall kind of like just anxiety and, uh, that's all disappeared. In fact, if I don't work out for a week, I start to get stiff again. I'm like, oh, 
And there's something about that, right? Totally. I mean, I can't believe you're not saying more well, because this is your like wheelhouse. You're saying it all. And I think what we're getting at. <laughs> okay. Well, I think what Hurtful. we're getting, what you're getting at, and, and, and I just want to say this is that we're, we're not dismissing that anxiety and exact anxiousness is, is not real. It's, it's a problem. It's, it's like, t- it's literally taking, I mean, there are 13 year olds who are dealing with deep anxiety and stress. Right. But and, it's a problem that can be solved. Yes. And I think the thing that we are just having a conversation about is taking steps, like figuring out what are some of the practical things that you can put into place in your life that can help you to start coping and dealing with the level of anxiety. Love it. And so the stuff that you're saying is, I mean, you're saying it's it not all. a, it's, it's not a fix all. It's not a formula, but you know, for me, slowing down, taking time, disconnecting and getting out. Those are things that have really helped us over the last 40 years, you know, manage anxiety. And, I don't and maybe think, you're listening to this people, and yeah. you're thinking, oh, that's good. That's a good point I should do. Maybe take some time after this podcast and maybe jot it down on your notes on your phone or write some things down that would actually be helpful and some changes that you can make. Cause I know for me, I'm that kind of person. Like if I don't put it down, write it down or make a small goal, I forget about it. And then next day I'm, I'm anxious again and I'm worried. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, you know, just some practical things like for in life, make a goal of making a small change to helping with some of the level of anxiety and it'll, it'll change. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you're encouraged. If you're feeling stressed, take a breath. You got this. Um, better days are ahead and we're going to make it through. We going to be all right. We gon' be all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we would love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at Billy's Mafia. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.